Emily and this church family. And, and I was trying to think, you know, how many years I've known Samson, but it's been a long time. Amen. Amen. And I, I just, I was so shocked when I parked in front of the building. This is a beautiful place. Beautiful building. But you know what? But really what caught my attention, it's really not the building, it's what is on the inside. Amen. You know, a lot of churches can build beautiful buildings, but you can't feel Jesus on the inside. If Jesus is not on the inside, I don't want to go there. Hallelujah. Because when Jesus is in the house, anything's going to happen. Hallelujah. Woo, praise God. Amen. Amen. So good to be here uh, tonight with so many friends. Good to see so many people that I've known for years. And good to have my family with me. And uh, it's been a battle for them to fly this time. My wife and Nathan just flew in. Uh, actually yesterday about one o'clock in the morning and uh, they got caught in Chicago where the tornado and airport and was uh, stranded there for hours and but uh, they made it and Julie has been in the state since June she went to a mission trip to Honduras and and uh, so we've been traveling a few days and I'm so happy to have them and I have asked my daughter Julia to sing and y'all just come, uh, you, you come and uh, sing. Y'all just worship the Lord with Sister Julia. Amen. She's going to sing in Portuguese. That's our first language. And then she's going to sing in English. Y'all just worship the Lord. Oh,
him right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Woo, praise your name, God. Woo, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. You may be seated. Mom Sanders, I mean, Mom Samson has asked me, asked my wife to testify. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Anos passaram e eu ainda continuo falando português. Years has went by and I'm still speaking in Portuguese. Mas eu estou tão feliz para estar aqui nessa noite. Eu estava pensando e sentindo a atmosfera que está neste lugar. Eu fiquei pensando, talvez nós falamos línguas diferentes. Mas estando aqui num povo que fala inglês. Eu consigo sentir a presença de Deus como eu sinto lá no Brasil com os irmãos que falam português. I can still feel the presence of God just like I feel in Brazil. Aleluia. Aleluia. E nessa mesma atmosfera. In the same atmosphere. Lá no Brasil quando nós começamos a louvar a Deus. In Brazil when we begin to worship God. Quando nós começamos a crer no nosso milagre. When we begin to believe in our miracle. Nós começamos a ver milagres acontecendo. We have seen miracles happen among us. Aleluia, nós temos visto pessoas que têm entrado na igreja doente. We have seen many people come in sick. E eles têm saído curados. And they have walked out healed. Pessoas que têm entrado com problemas. People that has walked in with problems. E eles têm saído com os problemas resolvidos. And their problems has been unsolved in the presence of God. Eu não sei como você entrou aqui hoje à noite. I don't know how you have come here tonight. Mas o mesmo Deus que trabalha lá no Brasil. But the same God that moves in Brazil. Ele está aqui hoje à noite. He is in the house tonight. E ele pode fazer um milagre para você. And he can give you a miracle. Come on, somebody. If you believe that God can give you a miracle, shout as loud as you can shout to the name. Come on, somebody make some noise. Somebody praise him. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Clap your hands. Hallelujah. Shout with your voice. Magnify the name of Jesus. Woo. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. While you're standing tonight, amen. If you open the Bibles in the book of Mark, chapter 16, a very known scripture. Praise God. In verse number 15, I want to say one more time, thank you, Bishop, for uh, letting us come, and, and Brother Caleb Sampson for, uh, you know, uh, talking to me, and, and we, you know, got this date together, and, and thank you all the ministers for being here tonight, and all the young people, and uh, amen. I believe that God's going to work miracles in the house. I feel miracles in this place. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mark chapter 16 and verse number 15 that says, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. 
He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs, everybody say these signs, shall follow them that believe. How many is a believer tonight? In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. And they shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you put your Bibles on your pew right now, lift up both hands in the air if you can. Making a funnel for the Holy Ghost to come upon you. Let's everybody pray as loud as we can pray to God right now. Jesus. in a mighty way. Come on, prayer warriors. Come on, prayer warriors. Let's pray. Let's take a couple more minutes to pray as loud as we can pray in the name of Jesus. Woo! Miracles and signs happen in this place, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm glad that Jesus is in the house. I'm glad that he's still real tonight. I'm glad that I don't belong to a dead church. It's not a dying church. It's not a defeated church. It's not a going down church. But it's a victorious church. Do you belong to a victorious church tonight? Come on, young people, shout hallelujah to the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. For just a few minutes tonight, I want to uh, talk about Brazil is my calling and this uh, youth rally. And I just believe that God's going to heal people here tonight. We believe that God's going to fill people with the Holy Ghost. We believe that God's going to deliver people here tonight because when Jesus is in the house, anything can happen. I said when Jesus walks in the room, the devil has to walk out. I remember when a witch, she shook a chicken at my face when starting a little daughter work in a, a city called Ortolandia. And she said, missionary, tonight I hate you. She said, tonight in my ceremony, she pastored a huge devil worshiping church in that area. And she said, tonight I'm going to kill this chicken and we're going to drink the blood of it. And when this chicken die, you're going to die. I said, ma'am, I said, I don't hate you. I love you. And I said, but that will only happen if your God is more powerful than my God. They went, they began to beat the drums and begin to worship the devil. I need six more brothers to run the aisles with that brother. There's power in unity. There's power in praise. Come on, come on. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I want to talk tonight about Jesus is still in business. 
Jesus is still in business. Hallelujah. And they begin to worship the devil. And uh, it was just a small little house meeting. And the people looked at me. They said, you're crazy. And they said, she's powerful. She does witchcraft and she kills people. I said, you know what? I serve a God that says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Young people, you don't have to be afraid of the devil. You don't have to be afraid of Satan because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We serve a mighty God. We serve a powerful God. Thank you, Jesus. We didn't have instruments. We didn't have, you know, microphone, anything. But I told the people, I said, we're going to clap our hands and we're going to stomp our feet and we're going to sing old-fashioned, okay? Hallelujah. Some people think they need the drums and the keyboard to shout. Well, hallelujah. Not in the mission field. In fact, if you only can shout when the music is going on, there's something wrong. Because Jesus' church didn't have any kind of music. And his message turned the world upside down. Jesus is still in business. Somebody shout hallelujah. Come on. Somebody say Jesus is still in business tonight. Hallelujah. Sit down if you can, please. Hallelujah. And... And we begin to sing an old song that says there is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. How many still believe there's power in the blood? We begin to sing that old song. and In fact, it was just brand new people. Most of them didn't even have the Holy Ghost. But there's something about when, like my wife said, when you begin to worship God, it draws the attention of Jehovah. We begin to worship God and we begin to sing. And about 15 minutes later, I looked at the garage door. Guess who was standing there? The witch lady. And she was shaking and trembling. Tears was flowing from her eyes. She said, from the moment that I tried to kill you, missionary, she said, I can't do anything. I have tried to bring the spirits down and I can't do anything. She said, I decided that your God is more powerful than my God. Oh, come on, young people. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And if God is on our side, who can be against us? You know, coming to the States and, uh, you know, growing up in the mission field and we would crave things from America. And uh, I remember, you know, uh, we still can't find pork and beans in Brazil. So I would love 
one of the first meals get to the States to eat some pork and beans and some macaroni cheese. And I'm talking y'all's, uh, y'all's language then. <laughs> Hallelujah. We couldn't, we still can't find Mountain Dew and I love Mountain Dew. So I love to come to the States, uh, you know, to drink Mountain Dew. And, and you know, missionaries, we have projects. Every time you see a missionary, we're having projects because revival is growing. You know, in Brazil right now, we're building 10 new churches in Brazil right now. Revival is exploding. We are right now getting ready to enlarge the mother church, the church that I've been pastoring since I was 14 years old. God is moving we just had three weekends ago our ministers conference. Many of y'all follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and you've seen the pictures and the videos. Over 1,100 ministers and families were there for our ministers conference. Baptized Trinity preachers in Jesus' name. Baptized idol God worshipers in Jesus' name. Baptized devil worshipers in Jesus' name. I'm here to tell somebody that Jesus is still in business. Come on, somebody shout yes. Jesus is still in business tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So we have all kinds of projects. And I remember coming to the States and one of my goals was buying keyboards, little keyboards and, and take them back to our works and many of the works way in the backlands of Brazil, places that don't even have electricity. And, and uh, we have several works among the Indian tribes. And, and uh, I remember uh, going to Radio Shack. Do y'all remember that store? And I would buy little keyboards that you, they would play with batteries. You put batteries in them. And uh, I would love to do that. But one year I came back to the States and Radio Shack was out of business. My wife, she loved Payless Shoe Store. And that was one of her first words that she learned in English was Walmart and Payless Shoe Store. Amen. But one year we came back to the States and Payless was out of business. I love to go eat at Ryan's. Y'all remember that restaurant? They had one of the most awesome fried chicken and, and rolls. Y'all remember that? Woo! They would give you butter, you know. And you could eat those hot rolls of butter. It was so good. But one year we came back, they were out of business. A lot of things has went out of business. But I'm here to still tell somebody tonight that my God still in business. My God still a healer. My God still working miracles. My God still changing lives. My God still breaking chains. Come on, somebody. My God still open doors where there is no door. My my God still make a way where there is no way. You know why? Because 
business. He's still in business. He is better than drugs. He's better than alcohol. He's better than all the things that the world can offer. My Jesus is still in business. Clap your hands and shout hallelujah as loud as you can shout. Come on, somebody in the back section, shout hallelujah. Somebody in the middle, shout hallelujah. Somebody in the front, shout hallelujah. Jesus is still in business. You know, his power, he hasn't lost 1% of his power. I'm trying to go slow because God is going to work miracles here. During COVID time in Brazil, it was not an option if you wanted to go to church, but it was the orders to stay at home. We were locked in for eight and a half months. Couldn't go nowhere. They would fine us. They would, uh, they, they, they said they would fine us, shut a church down if we were open the doors. They call only necessary things were open places like hospitals, supermarket, and gas stations. And that was it. Well, we teach our people that church is necessary. We don't teach that church is an option. Oh, you only attend church when you feel good. We go to church every time the door are open. We go to church when we're sick. We go to church because that's where we get healed. We go to church when we're facing a trial. We go to church when we're facing a problem. You know why? Because we know our answer is in the church. Jesus is still in business. And what it it seemed like it was going to be a bad deal for the church in Brazil. God turned it in to a blessing. You know, sometimes we don't understand God's ways because God's ways is different than our ways. God doesn't work the way we want him to work. But, you know, sometimes we even think he's too late. But just like the old song says, he may not come when you want him to. But he's a right on time God. Do you believe that? Jesus is still in business tonight. I said Jesus is still in business tonight. Jesus is in the house tonight. And we're, we're going to church every night. Except for a couple Monday nights of the month. And I told my wife and I told some of the young people in the church. I said, I told one of the brothers, Brother Andrew. I said, find me something. Get uh, something uh, uh, ready. We're going to do, we've never done it before. I said, but we're going to do something like a live thing. That we can just, I can just keep our works together. Now, I'm not talking about one church. I'm talking about over 200 works in Brazil. So I was trying to keep the church together 
you know, I was just trying to keep everybody connected since we could not have church in the building. Even that we teach that the building is not the church. We teach that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. The, play, the church is the place where we come together and we are to come to church. Amen. Amen. But we were, uh, and uh, uh, Andrew, he said, okay, Pastor, he got something ready, old phone, and I remember uh, Sister Samson the first night, and I told my wife and Julia, and I said, you know what, we're going to have this kind of service every night since we can't go to have a normal church. So it was different to me to preach in front of an old phone with empty pews, Nobody to say hallelujah, amen. No, no musicians, no singers, nobody to back me up. And uh, it, was, it was very different. But you know what? God has his mysterious ways to send revival. And I remember, and I thought that Andrew made some kind of like a Zoom thing that only our people could, you know, connect but what I did not know, that I was preaching for anybody. And I told, I told my wife and Julia, I said, every service, we make sure that we mention Acts 2.38. Because we had brand new people. We had just baptized an entire Trinity church in Jesus' name. So I was wanting to everybody to keep connected and I wanted, you know, everybody to keep, you know, the doctrine in their heart. Well, I did not know until I got a message from a man called Jose and he was from a city called Sorocaba about an hour and 20 minutes from Campinas and he's, this was his words. He said, I've been Catholic all of my life. I was, I've been an alcoholic for years. I've been in prison for several times. He said, but Sunday night I was messing with my phone. He said, I don't know how, but I got connected to y'all's church and I begin to watch you preach and, uh, hallelujah he said and I begin to feel the presence of a God that I never felt in my whole entire life somebody praise him right now come on somebody's about to get a miracle right now somebody's about to receive a miracle if you if you want a miracle shout as loud as you can shout wave your hand because Jesus is still in business and he sent me his number Bishop Samson he said would you tell me more about your church so I called him I FaceTime him and for seven nights I gave him a Bible study on search for truth the seventh night I finished and I was you know watching him and I said Jose do you have any more questions about us he said no he put his glasses on the top of the table 
And I watch as his, his, he lift up his hands and tears begin to flow from his eyes. By himself, an hour and uh, 20 minutes away from where I was at, God filled him with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He began to speak in another tongue right there by himself. Because of that, when everything reopened, we went to Sorokat, but we started an apostolic church there. Now we have moved to a bigger built, erected building because now we have baptized two Trinity pastors in Jesus' name. We just baptized the assembly of God at Presbyter in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you, I'm not here to give you no bad reports. Young people, if God was working in Brazil, he can work in the ocean. He can work in Arkansas, in Missouri, Oklahoma. He's the same young Yesterday, he's the same today, and he's gonna be the same tomorrow. Hallelujah! Jesus is still in business. And an apostolic church started in that city. Another, another uh, message. I have to excuse my voice. When I flew in last week, I was in the 40s in Brazil's winter time. So I got to my voice. Hallelujah. Got a message. I'm just giving some testimonies and then we're going we're gonna to pray. I want, we're going to pray and lay hands on the, all these young people here tonight. And the ones that don't have the Holy Ghost are going to get the Holy Ghost. Some of you that have been hiding from your calling, come on, God's going to work with you tonight. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. And this was a message from an, an, a lady called Anna. Sister Anna was a backslider from one of our churches in Bahia. See, hallelujah. Uh, people here, I think I saw Sister Rhonda somewhere. Sister Rhonda's been to Bahia. Uh, in the city of Kakule, Sister Anna was from that uh, church, backslid many years ago. We lost contact with her and her husband. And uh, they moved to a city called Porto Seguro, Bahia's, right beside the beach. Very, very beautiful city. A very large city in Bahia. But it's a very wicked city because it's one of the main cities of devil worshiping in Brazil. But Sister Anna sent me a message. She said, missionary, tonight, watching, this was during uh, when we were uh, shut down. She said, uh, watching the service, me and my husband tonight, 
we were on our knees in the in our living room and we pray back through God fill us with the Holy Ghost would you come to our city and start an apostolic church Brother Caleb, I didn't know how far it was at the time when I answered her yes. But if I knew, it would be okay because I love to start apostolic churches. And I said, yes, Sister Hannah, when everything reopens, we'll go to your city. In January, two years ago, me and my family, we drove 22 hours to get to Porto Seguro, Bahia. When we arrived there, we did not know what to expect. Sister Anna and her husband and four of her their children was there. She was waiting. She handled uh, my wife a little bag, a uh, paper bag, and she said, missionary, she said, we don't have money to uh, cook a meal for you all, but this is all we have. We went to the bread store and we bought y'all five pieces of bread just a sign to say thank you for driving 22 hours to come and to establish an apostolic church. America don't know how blessed we are. Sometimes we take it for granted. Sometimes we get mad if somebody sit in our pew. Sometimes we get upset if somebody park at our parking space and, and we complain about the sound system we complain about the music it's too loud or it was too low let me tell you we need to stop complaining and we just we need to start having old-fashioned apostolic outpouring revival in our services Come on, come on. Somebody need to cry out as loud as you can cry out to God. I could tell I don't have a clock, a watch, so I don't know what time it is. Well, maybe the young people want to pay, play ball. I told my wife, I said, I don't think they have food. So I said, kind of sneak in her kitchen and see. When my wife went in there, she didn't have a refrigerator. She only had a little stove. There was no running water. And my wife said, I just saw a little bag with this much of rice. I said, we need to get them groceries. We don't, even, we don't only feed them spiritually, but we feed them with bread also. And uh, we bought groceries, and I don't know why, but I just felt like getting some chocolate for those little kids. And when we got back, and my wife handled uh, the little boy, five-year-old little boy, some chocolate, Tears began to flow from his eyes. He loved my wife. He said, I have never ate chocolate in my life. I've been asking mom and daddy to give me some chocolate. I said, okay, well, let's have church. They said, no. We're not having church here, missionary. 
we're going to have it at the neighbor's house. I said, the neighbor's house? She said, yeah, because it's bigger. You know, when you have Jesus, you want to share this Jesus. Young girls, y'all don't be ashamed at the way y'all dress. Y'all don't be intimidated the way you dress and the way you worship. Come on. down they said we're taking you to the neighbor when we, we went to the neighbor's house everything is walled in because of bandits when they opened the gates there was about 35 people there in this just mud area waiting for us to have church no chairs and we begin to, Julia took their little keyboard. We begin to sing and teach them to sing and worship. Before the service was over, God filled nine with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Older couple was in the floor about 11 o'clock that night. Hallelujah. With mud everywhere. And she grabbed me by the arm. She said, missionary, you can't leave this area until you baptize us. My first time there. I said, and please don't feel like I'm bragging on myself. I'm just trying to help these young people. Is that okay? Because some of these young people have a calling of God in their life. And the devil's trying to tell them they can't do it. They're not going to make it. Well, I'm here to tell the devil that he's a liar. Because Jesus is still in business tonight. So we try to find a place. And I found this hotel that had a pool. So I talked to the manager and I, I told him what I needed the pool for. I said, it's going to be very quick. He said, you know what? I will let you use the pool if you only promise me one thing. I said, okay. He said, would you promise that y'all going to be very quiet? <laughs> well, you not don't know Brother Alvior. <laughs> I didn't lie. I can't do lie. <laughs> so I didn't promise him. I said, we'll try. <laughs> and you know what? And I was trying to be very quiet. Until I looked at that witch lady. <laughs> she came out of the water. She lifted up her hands. You know how we act. <laughs> Tongues and waving. I said, devil, 
you're not going to intimidate me. Hallelujah. We begin to speak in tongues. That man that was a witch lady, what a witch doctor, begin to speak in another tongues. We had a Holy Ghost explosion. Hallelujah. And now our pastor works at that hotel today. And we have baptized people in that hotel in Jesus' name. Don't be ashamed of what you are. Don't. Come on. Don't be ashamed to be a holy roller. Don't be ashamed to be a shouter. Don't be ashamed to be a worshiper. Don't be ashamed. Can I can I do five more minutes? I'm very being too long tonight. You know, I'm sick and tired of professional services. I'm probably old fashioned, you know. We don't need nor more shows in our services. But what we need is the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Come on! We need to see more mamas and daddies speaking. Speaking in, speaking in tongues. Young people drunk in the Holy Ghost. Brother Paulo came and said, Missionary, can you stay one more day to help us and teach us the, how to start an apostolic church here? I said, yes. That day, me and my wife, we went with Sister Hannah and did door knocking. You know, we teach our people that we are the original Jehovah Witnesses. If we have the truth, it's not their job to be knocking on doors. It's our job. And Sister Anna said, would you pray for this lady I met at the bank? She was sent home to die. She has breast cancer. Now, I've been a faith preacher all my life. I was raised trusting God. I was raised trusting God for our food, trusting God for everything. You know, we know I have seen God put gasoline on empty tanks. Driving in bad areas of Brazil full of gangs. And the car went on empty. And I remember, hallelujah, uh, praying and speaking in tongues. And you know what? Say, God, just don't, just let us get to the next gas station. And the more we prayed, the car kept going. And the car kept going. Let me tell you, Jesus is still in business. I said, Jesus is still in business. You know, God to heal a headache, it's easy, but 
when the doctors diagnose your daughter having a tumor on her shoulder, it's a different story. We were in Memphis, Tennessee. And they said, Brother Alvear, you need to take her to the doctor. She was screaming in pain. Three days. I said, okay, we'll take it. Took her to the hospital in Memphis. And the doctor's report came back. After they did tests, she has a tumor. I said, oh. When they left the room, we closed the door, me and my wife, and we began to pray. I said, the doctor said it's the tumor, but God, your word said, by your stripes, we are healed. Two hours they came back. They said, we're going to do no more tests, and then we're going to send Joe uh, uh, till tomorrow, and then we'll see what we're going to do. We went back to Pastor Caleb Adams' house in the, in the morning, the next morning, 11 o'clock in the morning, the hospital called and talked to Pastor Adams and said, you know, the first tests and results and everything showed she had a tumor on her shoulder, but two hours later, we made new tests and the other test shows no tumor no cancer nothing let me tell you Jesus is still in business and we got to this house the woman was sitting on front of her house her neighbor in the Neighbor's husband was there. And Sister Anna said, this is our, my missionary and his wife. I have brought them to pray for you. She said, oh, yes. Now, I've been a missionary all my life. Praying. I'm not bragging, please. But thousands of people through the Holy Ghost in my life. But I have never seen God, Sister Simpson, feel somebody with the Holy Ghost so quick like he did that day. She got up. She said, come inside. When we walked inside, when I stepped inside the living room, the Holy Ghost spoke to me. And God said, I'm not only going to heal her of breast cancer, but I'm going to fill her with my spirit. Balamayashadaya. <laughs> Young people, probably some of you have never seen God work miracles under your Bahia. It's we're living in a generation that needs to see more miracles. You can see a miracle tonight. You can see a visible miracle tonight. God can give you a miracle and an experience like never before. Tonight, before the service is over. And when the Holy Ghost spoke to me, I was shaken. I was trembling. Tears began to flow from her eyes. And from here to the distance of this young man that was saying tonight, hallelujah, when she turned around, I looked at her. I said, ma'am, have you ever 
her experience the Holy Ghost. She looked at me. She said, I've been going to the Assembly of God Church for nine years asking for the Holy Ghost, praying. She said, but I can't get it. I said, well, God just spoke to me. He's not only going to heal you, but he's going to fill you with his spirit. When I said that, we didn't even have time to lay hands on her. She lifted up her hands and God began to fill her with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. When the neighbor saw that, the neighbor lifted up his hands, began to repent, and God filled him with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. When the, his wife saw that, he, she began to repent. She lifted up her hand and she began to speak in another tongue. Jesus is still in business. God can heal cancer tonight. I'm going to say it again. God can heal a cancer tonight. God can heal sugar diabetes tonight. God can heal heart problem tonight, kidney problem tonight, any kind of infection. He because Jesus is still in business. I'm closing. It's the reason that we just have. I just want y'all to pray. We have a special need for the church in Rio. Rio has been one of the most miracle churches I've ever started. Some of you remember me saying about the dry wells. That's how we started the works there. God filled two dry wells with water. After we prayed for two bottles of water, the Lord told us, told me to tell the lady that owned the, those wells in the area there was no rain for many months. They didn't have water. And the Lord said, pray over two bottles of water and tell her to pour one bottle of each, uh, each bottle on each well. And I'm going to fill them with water to show that I am God. She was a witch lady, devil worshiper. I had to leave out 3 o'clock in the morning, but 2 o'clock in the afternoon when I arrived home, my phone beeped and it was a message from Brother Nielsen. Brother Nielsen said, missionary, open the phone. The video, 7 o'clock in the morning, Mary went to the dry wells. One of the wells is so full of water, it's running over. There's a pump in it. It says, there's so much, there's so much water. Till today, those wells have never run dry again. Our brother said, missionary, there was lines of people during the, the dry season. People coming from other villages for water. There was plenty of water for the whole entire village, for the neighborhood. Let me tell you, when God works a miracle, he does it well. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah as loud as you can shout.
As a reason, we have a little things that we're, we just built our first Jesus name apostolic church in Rio. And we're trying to build the walls and some bathrooms. They don't have bathrooms. So whatever you feel like helping Sister Julie's her project back there. It's going to go to those walls. I want every young person in this building to come to the altar. If you a hundred years younger. If you're under a hundred years old, you can come. Go ahead. Everybody. Woo, hallelujah. You're the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. Come. If you haven't spoken tongues in the last three days, you need to come to the altar. If you haven't been drunk in the spirit, you need to come to the altar. You need a need, come to the altar. You have a mama that's going to hell, come to the altar. You have a daddy that doesn't have the Holy Ghost, come to the altar. You have a child that's backslid, come to the altar. Get a little closer. Get a little closer. Let's fill the altar up. We're going to act like mission field right now. Come on, just keep praying. Keep praying everybody that you can. Bring everybody, everybody with you. Hallelujah. This is what we're going to do. Lift up both hands in the air. Holy Ghost is already in the house. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, when we start praying, God's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Some of you, we're not even going to have time to lay hands on you. You're going to start speaking in another tongues. Some of you are going to get so drunk in the spirit, you're not going to even be able to stand up. He called Abahaya. When I count to three, I want you to shout as loud as you can shout. And when they begin to play and sing, y'all begin to worship and pray. He called Are you ready? Come on. Apostolics, everybody ready? Oh, Jesus is still in business. Come on. Come on. One. Come on. A little bit louder. Come on, young boys. Y'all can do better. Come on, young girls. Y'all can do better. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're just getting ready for the Holy Ghost to fall. We're just getting ready for an 